Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hello. On behalf of our entire flight crew, thanks for soaring with us. Hello, welcome to another Disney Brit Bite Size with me, Adam, and uh, Alan's here as well. Hello, Alan. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I have been better. I've got hay fever. Oh, dear. Are, are you struggling with the with the weather? It, it is. Yeah. Normally, I have hay fever in the summer, and I can deal with it. Yeah. But, but there's normally time. a general, like, a gradual build-up of the itchy eyes and the sneezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I went to Florida during the beginning of the hay fever season. Yeah. Went over there, didn't get bothered at all about it. And then I came back and it's like, bam, straight into it. Not good. I'm not too pleased. I think there's only one thing I can do. Cut your nose off? Cut my nose off. Is that so you can spite your face? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome to another Disney Brit Bite Size. I forget what number on, Alan, because you do all the numbering for these. Um, so for the life of me, I think we're on... Eight. Um, I'll tell you. It, uh, just, we'll, hang on. We'll, we'll give you some. Yeah, show number eight. Show number eight. Good. There we go. That's good. So we're on show number eight uh, for Disney Brit Bite Size. And uh, for those of you who may be listening to this show for the very first time, basically the way that it works is that we... Um, we take a topic. It's not a topic that is related particularly to any piece of news. Uh, it's not a, a segment where we look at things like the Disney's Ultimate Attraction, those sort of things. It's one little um, sort of topic that we look at. Um, that's the only thing we do in the show. So it's a much shorter show. Well, it's supposed to be a much shorter show than the full Disney Bit Radio shows, but... Um, sometimes it is. We, sometimes it is. it is. Sometimes it well and truly overruns. And what we've been doing is we've been linking them to some sketches that we've been playing in the um, main show. And this is the final sketch for the ones that we've pre-recorded so far um, that we're going to use as, as part of our topic. So I should guess it'd be best to probably play that uh, that sketch now. It might as well. Okay, so this is the sketch for today's show. Did he say love? Did he steal a kiss? He was so romantic. Okay, so there you go. That was the sketch from uh, the show. Do you um, want to explain? Was, go on. So what were you saying? I was going to say it was quite hard on my vocals, that one. Yeah, that, you, you did very well, though, singing. I must admit, to sound so much like Snow White. There was a lot of um, practice. It was, and, and I'm impressed with the amount of effort and commitment you put in. No problem at all. The things I've got to do for <laughs> Disney Bread. I know. I'm impressed. It's amazing. You know, you even went and did a research trip to Florida with your family. Yeah. Which is just phenomenal. So thank you for that. That's really great. No problem. <laughs> I hope everyone appreciates it. So, what is this all about? Right, okay, well... I've got no idea. No, I have, really. The, the concept was that 
um, Disney films has sort of quite, been sort of quite heavily weighted towards princess movies. Yeah. Um, whether or not it was intentional or not, and I, I was very much aware that, obviously going off to Florida and planning all my stuff that I was going to be doing, that a lot of my stuff was heavily princess based. Okay. Um, meet and greets, um, certain attractions, and it never really dawned on me that, okay, I'm going with my two daughters. Yeah. And obviously that's where I'm heavily weighing my sort of viewpoint. But what is there there for sort of the boys? You know, is 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 Disney sort of too princessy now, or is is there an equal balance there? I think it's a very good question, and I think it's something that a lot of people maybe don't necessarily consider about Disney World. You know, I think we we need to explain the sort of the the two angles that we're coming at from uh, this, and that's that I have a son, just one, who I do now take with me before anybody says anything. <laughs> um, the first five years, yeah. <laughs> this it's just one trip. Okay, one trip to Disney World. And one cruise line. Anyway, um, so I'm obviously coming from a boy's point of view. One boy, you know, no girls. And you're coming from a girl's point of view where you've got two girls who are both heavily into their princesses. uh, And a wife who's also heavily into her princesses as well. Um, I think she prefers Gaston. Do you reckon? Yeah. Okay. She's so, you know, when she's... But that's princess related. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's princess related, not a problem. So, uh, you know, it's interesting to look at the parks and look at how princess or girl and boy related they actually are and uh, i think it'd be quite interesting to kind of go through each of the parks individually and okay. kind of look at um how boy or girl related they are and and whether or not this is because disney have chosen it or whether it's because th- there's no choice or if disney have tried to fix it over the years so it isn't necessarily so heavily related to boys and girls yeah i think um because I know another topic that we sort of covered a few years ago was um, with the Fantasyland expansion coming out. Mm. And there was all the artist impressions of what was coming. And there was um, also there was Beast Castle, there was The yeah. Little Mermaid. Yeah. And there was Pixie Hollow for Tinkerbell. Yeah. Or or something along those lines. It was the Enchanted something. The there Enchanted was, yeah, there was, it was something along those lines. Yeah, it was. I believe it was going to be something to do with that. Um, but... They decided to change their plans because they felt that it was too heavily girl-based. Yeah. Um, Princess-based, I dare yeah. say. Um, so, where is it now? How does it stand? So, with the Magic Kingdom then, um, let's think about... Obviously, you've got areas within the Magic Kingdom that are related more specifically to girls or boys. But I think one of the things we have to take into consideration is over the years... I think Disney have got better at this and one of the things I want to talk about it before we get into the parks is some of the, the recent acquisitions the latest acquisitions Disney have made that are not girl centric you know I think they've realised that for many many years there was a lot of films that were based on princess and it got to a point where if we had a Disney princess in it it was going to sell you know they were going to yeah. do really really well with it and that wasn't going to be an issue um, and I think that's something that, that became very very apparent and in recent years one of the things I think that that um, Bob Iger has done, and to his great credit, is he's tried to redress the balance a little bit with some of the things that he's bought. So you look at uh, some of the most recent acquisitions, and when I say recent, I'm talking about in the past 10, 15 years. Um, the Muppets, yeah, which isn't girl-centric at all. You've got Lucasfilm, which is Star Wars, Indiana Jones, etc. 
Did it Lucas Arts come along with that as well? Uh, yeah, Lucas Arts, the whole lot. Uh, Industrial Light and Magic and Luke, uh, Skywalker Sound, the whole lot came over together. Um, and you've also got Pixar in there, uh, which I think is another really good example. And of course, you've got Marvel. Now, yeah. if we're going to be really stereotypical about this, which we are, which we can be, stereotypically, all of those things are pretty much for boys. Pixar, not so much. You know, that's very much, you know, a bit of both. Yeah. But you look at how many movies, how many princess movies Pixar have created so far. One, and that was Brave. Everything else. It was, it was very something. brave. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some people could argue that yeah, it was an extremely brave use of money. But um, you know, Star Wars predominantly boys. Not all boys, but predominantly boys. Indiana Jones predominantly boys. Um, you've got your Marvel stuff. You know, again, you know, I'm not saying the girls don't like it, but predominantly boys. Uh, yeah. Harry currently has on the wall of his bedroom uh, a giant mural of the Avengers. Yep. Um, because it's something that he's seen and he loves and you know you wouldn't find something like that in a girl's bedroom so I think you know as a Disney company I think they've become very very aware of the fact that it was very girl centric for a very very long time and it's got better and one of the really interesting things I think is that whenever you talk to couples who have been together for a little while a lot of them the female will say oh yeah I've loved Disney I went to Disney as a child or whatever my husband yep. hated Disney and then I took him along and then he loved it. And it's quite interesting that it seems quite often when we have those conversations that it's the female who's the Disney fan and not the male. Um, yeah. Which makes that, us weird. It's got to say it's the other way around in our household. but. So you were the Disney fan. Yes, it was kind of the same in ours as well. I think um, my wife originally went to Disney World with, with her family. And yeah. uh, they, I think they spent maybe three or four days... I think they bought a five-day ticket, but they only used three days. That's what it was. And they went round and thought, nah, this is rubbish. Yeah. And she, based on that experience, didn't want to go back. Well, I've got someone who I work with who is off to California yeah. this year. Right, they're going in about three weeks' time. Um, her boyfriend has organised the entire trip's itinerary. They're going to California, Hollywood, the whole lot. It's Disneyland's 60th anniversary, right? It is the big one, massive, big one. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to Disneyland at all. They're not touching Disney. They're doing Universal. They're doing some of the bits and pieces. And basically, she said that he doesn't. He's not going to go. We're not going to Disneyland because he's been to Walt Disney World and he reckons it's the same. Um, you know. Actually, and I think she is, she would probably want to go rather than him. This this is a whole spin-off topic, really. Because it um, is, but well, no, I, it isn't. I, I was talking to someone when we were there. And they were based over California. Yeah. They, the discussion about comparing the two experiences, yeah. Disneyland's and California Adventure versus the four parks over here. Yeah. And they're saying that although you think that there's only the two parks, in reality, a lot of the big attractions that you've got over in the four parks over in Walt Disney World yeah. are squeezed into the two parks. Uh-huh. Um, so you're not missing a lot. However, you've, you've got a lot less space. Hmm. Which is, it was true. quite an interesting yeah. uh, viewpoint, yeah, it, which I never thought point. about before. I suppose it is, in a way. Hmm. It's very interesting. Okay, so you're probably sat there listening to this now, and I want you all now to think to yourself, or pick, and I know some people have conversations about this in cars, they actually discuss things. Um, which of the parks do you think is most girl-centric? Okay, so out of the four, you've got Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom. Which of the four do you think is most girl-centric? And we're going to look at the four now. So, I think we take into consideration 
Now, I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. I I would, if I was to think of the four, it would be Magic Kingdom. With that shadow of a doubt, you'd go, that's for girls. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. That's the one that I've thought now, of. Now, I think straight away you think Magic Kingdom mostly for girls. If we actually delve down into what they have in the Magic Kingdom, I think we'll be pleasantly surprised at just how much it's changed over the years. So I'm just going to literally list the attractions. You've got Astro Orbiter, okay, for everyone. Barnstormer, everyone. Big Thunder Mountain, everyone. I'm using the Walt Disney World website here for their attractions, by the way. Okay. Um, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, arguably pushes more towards boys and girls, but everyone will do it. Casey Jr. Splash and Soak, everyone. Cinderella Castle, everyone country bear jamboree whole family i would say done by the flying elephant everyone enchanted tales with bell um it's more aimed at girls than you boys we did go and see it harry enjoyed it but i wouldn't say he was thrilled by it whereas i know your girls absolutely loved it didn't they yeah uh the frontierland shooting arcade everyone hall of presidents not for many people um (laughs) (laughs) anyone who wants to sleep no it's fine haunted mansion everyone it's a small world not for me. Still not a fan. Everyone, I suppose. Jungle Cruise, I suppose, everyone. It, I suppose you're going to have to be divided up into another section, really, because although it is everyone, yeah. in reality, well, I say in reality, it's the younger kids who are going to like it. Well, yeah, but, but equally, you, the older older kids, like your parents, my grandparents, you know, the grandparents love it. But yeah. I, I'm not, it's all right. But, uh, Jungle Cruise is good. Liberty Square, yeah. Mad Tea Party. Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Main Street Vehicles. They're all for everybody. Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And Filler Magic is for everyone, as is Monsters, Inc. Love Floor. As is Peter Pan's Flight. Pirates Adventure. Treasures of the Seven Seas. Now, I haven't done this, but you have, haven't you? Yeah, we've done it. Is this more aimed towards boys and girls, or is it suitable for everyone? I've got a gut feeling that... The underlying aspect should be that it's more for boys. That's However, what I'm thinking. Imogen absolutely loved it. And right. I think there's about nine or ten different challenges you can do. Okay. I think we've done four of them. Fair enough. Um, Prince. Sorry, next up then, Prince Charming Regal Carousel. Um, I, again, I think everyone would do it. I think the name yeah. they've given it does kind of sway it maybe more towards girls and boys. I don't know. You know, it's just me thinking out loud, not... Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's an everyone one. I think I think the name and the word prince is trying to get yeah. more boys into it. But Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Interestingly, it's linked to the Seven Dwarfs and not Snow White. I think if they got it Snow White's Mine Train, obviously it wouldn't work because it's the dwarves. But Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, they've actually they stuck to the dwarves, so it's not necessarily so girl centric. Yeah, yeah, I can I can agree with that. Sources- oh, well, oh, go on. I was going to say that. Um, Imogen and Abigail wanted to do it because of the Snow White connection. Yeah, of course. And Harry wanted to do it because it was a roller coaster. Yeah. So that works both ways. I'll say that, say the Barnstormer, the, my kids didn't like the idea of that one. Oh, However, they don't. Okay. You know, if you compare the two rides, which one's a bit more thrilling? Um, Source of the Magic Kingdoms for everyone, as is Space Mountain, as is Splash Mountain, as is Stitch, as is Swiss Family Robinson and Treehouse, Tomorrowland Speedway. Now, what about this one? I suppose... It is was, for everyone, but I kind of, I, again, I want to say it sways slightly towards boys a little bit more. I would say more boys in the speedway. Um, the Transit Authority, everyone. Tom Sawyer Island, everyone. Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid. Girls. <sighs> Girls, isn't it? More than boys. I think Harry liked it, but I don't think he'd want to rush back to it. Carousel of Progress, as everyone has, is in the Tiki Room, as is the Railroad, as is Pirates of the Caribbean. And then you've got the Pirate and Princess's Adventures. Which is currently unavailable, um, which is interestingly says it's it's for Disney princesses on the thing itself. So actually, attractions-wise, 
uh, it's quite got quite a good mix. I yeah. wouldn't say it was too bad. Um, I think Fantasyland is quite heavily. It is, theming-wise, I think it is. Then, if we go to the next level of entertainment, and that is, and the entertainment in the in the parks, Captain Jack Sparrow's Pirate Tutorial, I would say, would be boys. Yep. You've got the Citizens of Main Street, the Dapper Dans, the Parade, Dream Along the Mickey, the Electrical Water Pageant, the Flag Treat, the Incredible Super Dance Party. Interestingly, I think, again, you would maybe say more towards boys, but they've got, like, Helen, Mrs. Incredible, in there as a draw. <laughs> I don't yep. his head sometimes fall off. Um, oh. The Welcome Show, the Electrical Parade, the Philharmonic, or uh, Main Street Philharmonic, the Main Street Trolley Show. And then we start, this is where it starts to get interesting. Alice in Wonderland... More for girls. Arna and Elsa, I would say more for girls. Uh, meet and out of this world friend in Tomorrowland, which is usually Buzz. Uh, boys and girls-ish. Maybe more boys than girls. Meet yeah, Ariel at her grotto. Meet characters from Aladdin, um, which is Jasmine and Aladdin. Chip yep. and Dale. Cinderella and Rapunzel. The um, Disney characters as circus stars. Gaston. Um, Merida in the Fairy Tale Gardens, Mickey yep. Mouse, Tiana in Liberty Square, Tigger and Friends uh, near Winnie the Pooh, Tinkerbell at Town Square Theatre, the Toy Story Friends near Splash Mountain, the Moving Shake It Celebrated Dance Party, the Notorious Banjo Brothers and Bob, the Royal uh, Majesty Makers, Wishes, and then Made with Magic. I think this is where it starts to really divide, if I'm honest. Okay. I think there's a massive difference and I think if we were to look at the amount of time you spent at meet and greets and I spent at meet and greets will be hugely different yeah. um, when we went we queued for Mickey we queued for Donald we queued for Goofy we queued for basically the Fab Five um, and we didn't necessarily queue for many others the only time we've ever met Princess is when we were on the Disney Cruise Line there was no queue we came across Belle yeah. and actually in a way um, it's kind of a I suppose it's a little bit sad that, I, that we don't get to experience these things and I haven't had the chance to experience these things. And as a massive Disney fan and enjoying going to the parks, I feel by not having a little girl with me, so if anyone wants to lend me one to take with me, that's fine. <laughs> not having a little girl with me means I miss out on a lot of those magical moments that happen within those meet and greets. Um, the the fairy, the uh, princess pavilion in New Fantasyland, which apparently is stunning inside, um, I've never been in because I've never had a need to go in there because yeah. I have an eight-year-old boy who is not interested in princesses in the slightest. And it's a shame that there isn't more of a mix there. So there is something for the boys and there's something for the girls in there. Um, so there's opportunities to go and see those particular things. So, yeah, it's in a way, you know, because I don't have that little girl, I don't get the opportunity to see those things. Some of the, the meet and greets or many of the meet and greets that we go and see, girls will happily go and see as well. Uh, the Chippendales, the 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 Chippendales, the Chippendale, and not the. Oh man! <laughs> I'm sure the girls would go uh, like that. <laughs> Chippendale, uh, kids, ask your parents. Chippendale, um, your Disney friends, all those sort of things. They're all things that that girls will see as well as boys, and not vice versa. Yeah, I, th I think the, the the meet and greets are sort of heavily girl based, but is that because? I don't know, girls are wanting to pose for photos more than... You know, if I'm stereotyping here, okay? Girls um, might want to go and 
you know, the mate want to go and collect no, I, know I, don't, this I wouldn't say, because Harry quite likes, you know, if it's, if it's a character he loves, he'll have photos galore taken. Right. We had loads taken with Woody and Buzz and all that lot, because he loved it. Uh, and we saw, I think, Buzz in two or three locations while we were there, because he loved seeing Buzz and getting his photo taken with him. So I don't know yeah. whether it's necessarily a photo thing that's the issue. Um, but it does seem that it might be that actually the meet and greet stuff is still so heavily weighted towards girls that those people who have girls and not boys have a very different experience in Walt Disney World. Yeah. Um, we bought an autograph book that yeah. got... Um, um, in the beginning of it, it was like a sort of like a checklist. And it was like, if you've got the Fab Five, you award yourself a sticker. Yeah. Or the next one was like, all the princesses. And I can't remember how it was grouped, but it was basically all the princesses. And we tried our best to get that list. And yeah. There was a lot of princesses. There is. There's no end. There's a huge amount of princesses. Um, if we just if we move on to Epcot and just kind of flick through the attractions that we've got there, you know, Advanced Training Lab, American Adventure, Heritage Gallery, uh, Circle of Life, Phineas and Ferb, Agent P's World Showcase Adventure. Now, I would say that is more aimed at boys and girls. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because I think it's about the only attraction in there that I would say that isn't for both. Ellen's Energy Adventure, you've got Grand Fiesta Tour, Image Works, Impressions of France, Journey to Imagination, Leave a Legacy, Living with the Land. I'm just flicking through, I'm not doing all of them. Mission Space, yeah. so Canada, Project Tomorrow, Reflections of Earth, Seas with Nemo's and Friends, Soarin', Spaceship Earth, Test Track, Turtle Talk with Crush, Captain EO. So actually, if we look at the current attractions in Epcot, they have one that would be more boy-centric than girl-centric. And there are no yeah. attractions that are girl-centric in Epcot. I think Epcot's attractions Yet. tend to be more, um, I'd say, for slightly older kids as well. Yes. Well, until next year. And then Frozen opens. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's <laughs> going to be a massive sway. It's um, a new land. Well, it, it almost will be, in a way. Um, I've Nor got the map, actually. Norway and Dale. Yeah. Um... So interestingly, attractions in Epcot, there's there's more related linked particularly to boys and well we'd, we'd guess to boys than girls. Um, if we go through the, um, the the entertainment and the meet and greet stuff there as well, um, a lot of the entertainment obviously is is more aimed at the adult audience. But you've got Aladdin and Jasmine in Morocco, and then you've got Meet the Wonderland characters in in the United Kingdom. Belle in France. Um, Mary Poppins was in the United Kingdom as well. Yeah, you got Mary Poppins in the United Kingdom. Duffy the Disney Bear in Showcase Plaza, although I must admit, Harry does quite like it. You've got Mulan in China, Princess Aurora in France, Snow White in Germany, Winnie the Pooh and Friends in the United Kingdom, again. Um, all of the princesses have popped up once again. Um, and it's really, you know, we've got Donald in Mexico, we've got Mickey and Pals in there, got character spot. Um, so there are quite a few that again are for both but it, once again we hit and we've got things like the dining experiences the uh, the character breakfast in Epcot is only only one of the two places you can get breakfast yeah is um, princesses yeah, it's a curious and it's just princess breakfast um, so it's again interesting that Epcot does have a large number of princesses so let's go over to the other side then let's get to, let's go to Hollywood Studios and see what we've got there, attractions-wise. Um, 
great movie I'm ride. This is going to be the shortest one in history because nothing's open. Uh, great movie ride. Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. The Kids movie set. Magic of Disney Animation. Muppet Vision 3D. Rock and Roller Coaster. Star Toys. Toy Story Midway Mania. Tower of Terror. Walt Disney One Man's Dream. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Because I think there are two or three attractions in here that I would say would be more aimed at boys than girls. Right, okay. Star Tours. Yeah. I think even more so since the change. I think before the attraction changed, it was linked to Star Wars, but there wasn't anything specific in it that people would would watch and go, I don't understand that because I've not seen the Star Wars films. Whereas I think now, with all of the additional characters that come from the Star Wars universe... It's more of a thing that I would say would appeal to boys more than girls. I'm not saying, you know. Did your girls go on Star Tours? Um, we went on it twice, actually. Oh, did you? Okay. But, but that was due to lack of other rides. Right, fair enough. Um, rock and Roller Coaster, the kind of music theme to that, again, in the way that it's styled, I would say yeah. it was more aimed at a male audience than a female audience. Not entirely, but again. Um, and I would go as far as things like. Tower of Terror maybe is is more aimed at the male audience and the female audience because of its styling, its content, the the the, the, the way the story's driven and the way it's developed. Maybe, maybe. Well, let's put it this way: Would your girls go on it? My girls wouldn't, but my wife did, and I didn't. Right. Okay. But that's because so, you're a wimp. I, I, would, I would put Tower of Terror as sort of like a fifty-fifty. Fifty-fifty. Okay. Fair enough. And then you've got Toy Story Midway Mania, which does kind of link to boys and girls, and they do use a lot of the uh, male and female characters from the from the film anyway. Yeah. Um, so... Lights, motor, action. Lights, motor, action. Well, yeah, lights, motor, action. Well, I'm just about to go to entertainment now. Okay, uh, if we go back to our entertainment, which you've, you've obviously got lights, motor, action. she got Beauty and the Beast live on stage. Girls. Yep. Uh, Citizens of Hollywood. No. Disney Junior live on stage. Mixture, but young. Fantas- Fantasmic. Young, uh, a frozen sing along. Girls, F- more girls. Indiana Jones. I would say more boys and girls. Yeah, because the action. Uh, Jedi Training Academy. Boys again, more boys. Lights, motors, action. Definitely boys. Mm, Buzz Lightyear and Woody. A mixture of, but maybe more boys and girls. Uh, Disney Junior Pals. You've got Princess Sophia and the first and all that sort of stuff in there. So uh, again, a bit of a mixture. Yeah, Disney Pals are there. You're Mike and Sully. And, oh, Mike and Sully. I don't know. What are, you, what are your girls like with Monsters, Inc.? They, they like Monsters, Inc., um, but we never sort of went out of a way to find those characters. Okay. And then you got Phineas and Ferb, who were brilliant, by the way, when we saw them. Um, now, you see, is Phineas and Ferb loved more by boys than girls? We love I, it in our house. I think in, in our household, we started watching it, and that was because I, I wanted to watch it. Yeah. Um, and basically when I wasn't in control of the remote control, it wasn't something that kept coming back on. Okay. So. Um, fair enough. So we, I, we could argue that was probably more boy than girl. Yeah. As I would say is the Cars characters. And certainly having looked at the queue that we were in, uh, it was predominantly, I would say, three quarters boys and a quarter girls. And it, what was interesting, and I don't know whether this is just pure coincidence, is that not only was it three quarters boys and quarter girls, but also the people queuing with the kids were dads. Yeah. Um, so me and Harry met both of them. <laughs> um, is there any more? You've got obviously the, the characters depending on what the latest movie is. 
And then you've got the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Uh, yeah. Which we haven't seen for a while, I must say. It's um, pretty much the same, but it didn't get as wet. So do you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna make a, a, a very sweeping statement that I think out of all the Disney parks so far, Hollywood Studios is the one that's got it right. And yet it's the one that's in the biggest mess at the minute. <laughs> yeah. But just, it's just wait until uh, Star Wars is taken over. The well, place. yeah. Well, that's uh, suddenly all that suddenly that all happens, and it becomes a, <laughs> a boy-centric park. But at this moment in time, if we were to look at the this distribution of boy and girl kind of related things, Hollywood Studios have got it right. Yeah, I, th- I think you, you're probably right. And that's quite a scary prospect because of how not how little there is, but how much of a, of a mess it's in at the moment. Yeah. Um, what about Animal Kingdom then? Uh, affection section, the Boneyard, Conservation Station, Dinosaur, Dino Sioux, Discovery Island Trails, Expedition Everest. It's tough to be a bug. Kali River Rapids, Kilimanjaro Safari, Pangani Forest Exploration Trail, Primeval World, uh, Tree of Life, Triceratops Spin, Wilderness Explorers, and the Wildlife Express Train. So, Boneyard. Affection section, everyone. Boneyard, everyone. Yeah. Conservation station, everyone. Dinosaur. My girls wouldn't do it. Okay. And I remember when I was trained to be a teacher, and this always lived with me, and she said that when you're all old enough and you all have your own children, it will always be the woman that gets up in the night because a baby doesn't sound like a dinosaur. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I still to this day remember her saying that. And this idea that obviously the sound of dinosaurs and that sort of idea is more related to boys than girls. So I would argue, actually, that dinosaur is more boy-related. And I must admit, out of all of us that go on it, I'm the one that likes it. Nobody else does. Yeah, I prefer it. I think it's one of the best attractions I like in there. So. Yeah, dinosaur, dinosaur. Uh, again... Dinosaur, dinos- I wouldn't say is an attraction, really. Well, but I, I think it's because it's... But, it's there, it's classed as an attraction here, but it's dinosaurs again, isn't it? And yeah. what's really interesting is, obviously, the re- with the release of Jurassic World recently, um, the world's gone mad for dinosaurs again. And what's really interesting, it seems to be a mixture of all sorts of people that enjoyed the movie. Um, not just male or female, just everyone on my Facebook and Twitter and the whole lot has just gone mad for it, yeah. uh, which is interesting. Um, I want to see it, actually. It's brilliant. It's what, really, what, really good. What certificate is it? 12A, Don't Take Young Children. Right. There were there were a couple of young children near me whose dad had to keep putting his hands over his son's eyes. Uh, I it's twelve A for a reason. Okay. <laughs> I I was half tempted to take Harry, and having seen it, I'm glad I didn't because I think it's just a little bit too graphic. So three D IMAX so imaging. Oh we... no no I wouldn't. Definitely not. Okay. Uh, okay. Expedition Everest. We've got. Uh, oh by the way, if Universal did build a Jurassic World in Orlando, I'm there for opening day. I'm just saying. <laughs> pre pre danger and everything on that. Um What else we got? Habitat Habitat tough to be a bug is a mixture. Kali River Rapids everyone, Kilimanjaro everyone, Maharaja everyone, Pangani everyone, Primeval World everyone, Tree of Life everyone, Triceratops Top Tino, Spin everyone, Wilderness Explorers everyone, like Wildlife Express Train everyone. Now I was gonna go with Wilderness Explorers. Yeah. Um, we did it, and it my brilliant. experience was, and I'm not just talking about because I had two girls there, but there seemed to be more girls doing it than boys. 
Okay. Um, I don't know if that was just a, a coincidence. It's probably because it involves reading and writing. Possibly. And boys are lazy and can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> That's a general stereotype, I know, but still. Um, and they sweet boogers. Yes. Let's go to uh, to the entertainment. Festival of the Lion King. Finding Nemo the Musical. Flights of Wonder. So, again, everybody at the moment. Yeah. Uh, meet Baloo and King Louie. Everyone. Meet Daisy at Discovery Island. That's more girls and boys. Yeah. Uh, meet the Disney Pals. Everyone. Meet Goofy and Pluto in Dino Land USA. Everyone. Meet Pocahontas at the character landing. It's for no one because nobody actually knows who she is anymore. Um, no, again, girls. Rafiki, everyone. Russell and Doug, everyone. Donald Duck, everyone. Chip and Dale, everyone. Um, and then that's it. I'm going to tell you a quick story about being um, Pocahontas. Yeah. They've got this crazy system where you queue up miles away from the actual where Pocahontas is and they let you down one at a time. So you, someone comes up this trail that takes about two minutes to walk and then they send one person down. Anyway, by the time we got down the bottom, I could see there was Miko and Pocahontas in the, um, I'm going to say Discovery Landon, wherever it was. My kids walked straight past Miko, straight to Pocahontas. And Miko was like, no one knows who I am. No one ever comes to see me. <laughs> so um, I said, oh, I'll have my photograph with you. You probably got very special attention because nobody else goes. I said, oh, I'll have my photograph with you. So I just went around, gave Miko a hug, and the photo pass person said, oh yeah, I'm just taking Pocahontas. Oh. So it was like, uh, Catherine had to dig the camera out. Oh, rubbish. That's rubbish. They're just taking Pocahontas, even if there was no one there. Yeah. Weird. Strange. But... So, having looked at the attractions and entertainment of Animal Kingdom, hang on a second. Is this not, again, better than Hollywood Studios for a mix of boy and girl related attractions? It's, it's very much a neutral ground, isn't um, it? Animal Kingdom. So what we've discovered then is, from our brief research, Magic Kingdom far more girls than boys, but n but by entertainment rather than attractions. Yeah. Epcot got better, but there was still quite a bit meet and greet wise for girls and not for boys. Hollywood Studios was much much better, and Animal Kingdom pretty much is perfect for boy and girl split balance. So. What we've worked out is that each park that opens, Disney get better and better at the boy-girl balance. Until they go back and re... Until they go back and change stuff, yeah. So at this moment in time, it seems that parks get better for boy-girl split the later they opened. Yeah, pretty much. I think... I wonder if that was a conscious decision. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is this a conscious... Do you think this was a conscious decision? Is it something that Disney have consciously considered? Or is it something that has just kind of happened? If, if you think back to when Walt was coming up with the concept of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And he goes, right, okay, well, I want Fantasyland, Princesses and Fairy Tales. Yeah. I want Cowboys in Adventureland, or Frontierland, we'll say. And, you know, it's the film in types were very um, polarised as well in those days, weren't they? Yeah. Cowboys and Western films. And... Um, You've got sort of adventure stuff, as in um, documentaries. Mm -hmm. um, Tomorrowland, being to the future, that was very boys-based. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, and Main Street was just the street, wasn't it? I say that's. I think we've we've kind of looked, and, and the attractions are fairly well split. It's the entertainment that's come since then, 
which yeah. I think is partly because of the focus that the Disney movies had in the very, very early years. It was a case of fairy tales worked well as adaptions for Disney movies, and that's what were churned out quite regularly in the initial years, and hence the reason why we've got the classic movies and then the classic characters. Just out of interest, I just want to very quickly go through character dining experiences in all of the parks and see if it kind of still fits. Okay. Um, so you've got Cinderella Royal Table, which I've never been in, again, because it's so girl-centric. Yeah, very good. Uh, Crystal Palace, a bit of both. Uh, Winnie the Pooh characters, it's a bit of a thing that we always go and do, but Winnie the Pooh, again, I think is loved more by girls than it is necessarily boys. So two of the kind of dining experiences in the Magic Kingdom are very much kind of girl-linked. Um, yeah. Epcot, as we've already mentioned, you've got a Kirsch's Royal Banquet Hall, uh, and you've got the Garden Grill, which is Chip and Dale yeah. and Gang. So we've kind of got a split there of one for girls and one kind of for everyone. Right? So we go over to Hollywood Studios. We've got Hollywood and Vine, which is the Playhouse Disney, isn't it? Play and dance. Look, the, the split on this is that Hollywood and Vine also did a, a Star Wars. It did. Style. It did for the, uh, for the Star Wars weekends. Yeah. Okay. And then finally, we go to... Uh, Animal Kingdom, and it's Tusker House, which is Donald Duck. So actually, yeah. Yeah, very very neutral, that one, still. Because although you've got Donald Duck, you've also got Goofy, and you, I yeah. think Minnie Mouse turns up as well. Yes, that's right, yeah. So we've got, again, it seems to be that the same pattern works with dining locations as well, with character restaurants and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Hmm. So if you've got girls, you know what they're ahead. Yeah. If, you've, if you're listening to this and you're going to Walt Disney World and you've never been before and you've got girls, uh, plan to do plenty of meet and greets. If you've got boys, don't worry so much about the meet and greets because there isn't going to be as many as those dads who are going with little girls who are going to yeah. love meet and greets. And if you're going with little girls, make sure you get your fast passes for the meet and greets. Yes. Right. Well, that's yeah. it. Saving loads of time, that one. That's kind of our look at the balance, I think. I think we've come up with some very interesting conclusions. Um, before we go, though, mm-hmm. do we want to do a, a running update? Um, or do we want to save that for the next show? For the we'll big save it for the next one. We may have we may have an impromptu announcement to make, but um, we'll see what goes. Yeah, so um, just to let you know, and we'll, we'll obviously talk about this properly on the next show, that the Disney Brit running team is still going ahead. The Disney Brit fa- running team Facebook groups now at about 55 members, which is fantastic. Loads and loads of people really starting to discuss what they're doing for their training plans and all those bits and pieces. So if you are considering coming to run the Disneyland Paris Half Marathon in September 2016, then... Um, you can join that group, but I'll, I'll give you the address and everything for that in a bit. Uh, do, though, if you are interested in more about the Disneyland Paris Half Marathon uh, and interested in the info for it, do listen to next week's show because Disney have now released a load of information to do with the run-up and the, the running of the, the, the weekend and all that sort of stuff. And we are going to be talking about that on the next show uh, and talking about what it is that we're going to be... what we think that the the sort of plan for the weekend is and the next steps ahead are so do tune into the next week's show and we will talk more and more about um about what's going on with that is there anything else you need to mention about that um well i think in in terms of the the disney brit running team a lot of people have asked on the um group what is the disney brit running team about so i think maybe next show we will do more more focus on run disney and disney brit running team yeah and sort of string on because we've talked about um that we've just been on so 
yeah. think that, that looks like that's the basis on the next show. Yeah. So uh, next show uh, for next week, we can tell you, is going to be the next section for Disney's Ultimate Attraction. It's also going to be uh, Alan talking about the Disney Cruise Line, about his experiences, and then about the Run Disney stuff for Disneyland Paris Half Marathon. So, so do come and join us. Which means, for this show, it's time for this. Which is the wrong music. I was going to say, I was trying to work it out. <laughs> I'm going, uh, I've played the wrong music. Do I just continue with the wrong music or do I actually stop it and go for the right music? So I was like, hmm, what do I do here? Do I continue? I've got some sad news anyway. Oh, what's the sad news? They don't sell animal poo in the animal kingdom anymore. What? What do you the mean pro- they don't sell animal poo in the animal kingdom? They brought out the animal poo suites. Yes. Apparently they've been removed permanently. Why? No idea. I don't, I don't know if people just didn't get the, the joke or the. Well, when did that happen? Because I know some people put some stuff on Twitter the past couple of days saying they'd still bought it. Apparently, I've, well, the, the source that I found said that it um, has been removed permanently. Wow. And I looked on the Disney Parks blog update on Zuri Suites. Yeah. And it doesn't mention poop suites. Interesting. So That's I don't know if it was just like a, a launch thing, create a bit of a buzz. And then disappears. Yep. Maybe. Anyway, thank you for joining us for this episode of Disney Brit Bite Size. If you want to keep up to date with us while we're away, you can go over to DisneyBrit.com. You can find out some latest information to do with uh, particularly Disneyland Paris Half Marathon we've just put up there over the past couple of days. And also, on Monday, uh, the I forget what the date is, Monday the 29th of June, Disneyland Paris are going to be... Um, launching their official fan forum and you'll be able to find out more information about that on our website as well and what the address is and tomorrow that all goes officially live and is launched by Disneyland Paris to the world uh, you can go over there and join in the fun over there as well so do go to disneybrit.com you can find out all the information to do with that as well uh, you can of course follow us on Facebook facebook.com forward slash Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter which is at DisneyBrit if you are thinking about joining the running team then you can go to our official sign up for the running team which is Disney brit.com forward slash dbrt or you can join the running team which is uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disney brit running team you can join in with everything that's going on over there you just click to uh, join the group and then we'll a preview and you can join in with all the conversation that's going on over there which is a build-up to the uh, run which is september 2016 in uh, disneyland paris and we're going to be doing all sorts of stuff linked to that myself and alan we've got our kind of first official sponsored event really haven't we in uh, about three weeks time yeah, God, it's coming quickly, isn't it? It's about three weeks and we're doing our first... Um... I bought you a gift, by the way. Have you? Yeah. What have you got me? I've got you a head strap for a GoPro. Oh, winner. <laughs> so we're going to be gopro in that and we'll be releasing a, a Disney Brit video linked to uh, that particular event. So it should be a bit of a giggle, we hope. Uh, you can, of course, also sponsor us for that event. Like I say, we are going to be doing this for charity. You can sponsor us by going to justgiving.com forward slash Disney Brit running team. And you can sponsor us for that particular event. And uh, we're hoping to raise as much money as we possibly can over the next sort of year or so for Cordwell children. And uh, hopefully raise lots and lots of moolah to help them with the uh, wonderful work that they do but that's it so we will be back uh, in a week's time with a full disney brit radio show until then we'll see you <laughs>